Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dysfunctional Fitness Podcast. You're obviously joined today by myself, Matthew Hosking, and obviously my good friend and co-host, Ben Bodycum. We're back. It is um, been a quiet week or so. So the only topics we've really got to discuss is uh, the UK champs slash French throwdown uh, qualifiers. So technically the qualifiers have come to an end, even though today while we're recording, one of the workouts got a deadline extension because uh, the two competitions had differing standards on the burpees. So they messed up there. So they gave everyone an extra day if they wanted to redo it. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about that. And then we will look at the age group online semi-final workouts. They were released yesterday or two days ago. And then we might even look at uh, Andrew Hiller's no open workouts because they were quite interesting as well. But yeah, that is all of the proceedings. Uh, we'll get into it. So, Benjamin, what were your overall thoughts of these uh, qualifiers for the UK champs? Uh, so, I, I think you, you say it's been quiet. I think it's probably been quite busy well, in yeah. a, a, lot, a lot of gyms across the country as uh, people try it. It is very much qualifier season. You know, we've come out of quarterfinals. And now uh, everyone who hasn't progressed to semifinals is suddenly like, ah, what the hell do I do with the rest of my year? Um, so I really, I liked the set of qualifiers they've put in place. Um, they're quite a challenging group. So that, that the first workout was a 12-minute AMRAP of 10 thrusters and 10 box jump overs. With a step uh, down. With a step down, yes. Um, because whoever's rebounding that hates themselves um it i think it was 60 and 40 for the elite uh and then yep. sort of scaled back depending on what division you were in uh yeah just hard hard workout like very much a strength endurance right how how much harder can you keep going i think it's fairly similar to qualifiers that we've seen from sid in the past just a little bit heavier um we always tend to see particularly with their um team of 12 comp that that first workout is a uh, just a sort of capacity like how fast can you move and how much can you do uh, in in a particular given time frame so I quite liked it uh, you actually did it I would never go near that with a large pole how how was it for you uh, it was horrendous it was absolutely <laughs> horrendous uh, well I did both versions I did the elite and the RX version uh yeah, basically, well, the week before I wasn't very well, so I was in the bin. I was just in bed for like two days straight and felt horrendous. Uh, I was even tempted just to sack it all off and just not do these. But then, uh, yeah, I did the elite one first because that was the original goal to try qualify elite. And yeah, it just didn't go great. It was very tough. The thrusters were nasty at the 60 kg. Went first set unbroken and then had to go 5 5 each round. And then I knew that score wasn't going to be good enough. So then I decided to drop down to um, the RX competition and then redid it. So that was fun at the 50kg bar. And that was, well, the bar was such a big difference. I think I improved. It was close to 50 reps <laughs> between the Elite and the RX workout. Uh, and that on, the, on, the, on the 50 bar, I was unbroken every round until the very last rep of my last round i failed the 10th of like my 11th round of the thrusters um but yeah it was an extremely painful workout saying to man alex like that was i was in bits up my legs were in bits off was uh, that was one of the hardest work i've actually ever done like the workouts following that were so easy compared to for me personally like i don't know what it was just on my system like i was just wrecked from it um so i actually made the 150 burpees in workout three feel like nothing basically uh yeah the pain of that to me was a 10 out of 10 workout one whereas like the burpees in comparison was like a six um so it's interesting i uh other people weren't hit by it that hard it seems but i don't know i thought it was very very tough but no still a good workout um but yeah and it was just interesting how much the difference between the 60 and the 50 bar um there was in terms of just out yeah crazy difference uh, crazy then, difference but then saying that some of the scores in elite were literally matching uh <laughs> the top scores in rx <laughs> at a 10 kg heavier bar <laughs> which was a uh, humbling uh but yeah uh, was, uh so yeah if, if if we look at the if we look at the uk champs leaderboard the top score there was 225 uh which would be 
11 rounds plus five thrusters, five thrusters right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, which was Enrico Zanoni, uh, who went to the games last year from Italy. Uh, second was Kevin Yours, who's the fittest man in Estonia for God knows how many years at this point. Um, but yeah, he plays second with 2-2-3. And then Nicola Bidate uh, out of Argentina um, took third with 2-10, tied for third on 2-10 with Federico Giovannini, um, who is uh, an Italian as well as uh, Enrico. Uh, and then PD Savage popping up in, in fifth as well, which is always good to see. Uh, so yeah, on the elite side, some really strong uh performances on that it's just a like as as you said i think it's just put yourself in a hole and see what happens yeah um the workout two yeah very spicy indeed um workout two was uh essentially four four rounds with a descending rep scheme on war walks of 12 9 6 3 and then in between each set of war walks you have to do 30 dumbbell snatches at 22 and a half and 15 chest to bar uh, so I think this was the same for Elite and RX. Uh, and yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, and so uh, very different in that it's very much just an upper body pull, pull and push. Um, workout two compared to workout one. Uh, and you were essentially just limited by how fast you could do the wall walks and how much you could hold on the chest to bar uh, for this one. How did it go for you? Um, again, it was very painful because again, I'd not done much training. And so this was uh, a bit rough again, like looking at the time domain, I was like, it's a bit of a longer one, but end up actually still being shorter than workout one with my finishing time. Um, but yeah, it was all right. I mean, the walks, um, I don't really know which was the hardest bit, probably the, I don't know, just everything mixed together. Um, cause once you get through the 12, and the nine, there's only six and three. Dumbbell snatches were all unbroken. Um, and then Chester Bar, like, that was just started breaking down as he got deeper into it. Um, it did hurt a lot, though. Like, those first two qualifiers, the thruster one and this one, were, yeah, very, very hard. Um, very pain. I thought they were very painful, personally. Um, but it's just crazy thing. I thought my score was, well, all right. I, didn't, I knew it was going to be, like, anything world-class. And then you see people, like, going two minutes faster. And you're like, right. <laughs> I mean, in, interestingly, the top the top score in RX was nine forty from Carl Doherty out across at Digbeth. Mm. Uh, the top score in Elite was nine forty two nine forty nine. I can't really comment, I can't really call him a ringer because I'm literally one spot behind him in the overall leaderboard. So. <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, like no, I I think like we'll we'll, we'll look at the overall uh, placings <laughs> now. Obviously, obviously, nothing's finalized yet. Um, but yeah, in terms of like top scores, like you had five guys going sub ten on that first one. Kevin Yours again, who had a really strong overall performance. Um, Bron coming out of nowhere and doing very good on war walks, which I, I, I kind of expect from him, even though he's a little bit bigger of an athlete. Uh, Tiger Lawless coming in in third with 9.54. Connor Pennington, uh, that is very much a wheelhouse Connor mm. Pennington workout, I would say, though. Yeah. Uh, came in in fourth with 9.55. And Sam Woodhead out of Sleven Fitness um, coming in at 9.59. And he looks like he's well within the qualifiers as well. Um, which is good from him. Uh, and David Sharunki sitting in sixth on 10.04. Like, that's really impressive from him, from a, like, a wall walk standpoint. Um, yeah, big props to him. Because he's, uh, like, I saw him post on a story that he'd been cutting weight recently and it dropped from 103 to 100 kilos. So to be top six in that um, is pretty good. Uh, I should say we'll probably touch on the female elite scores as well. I was well. say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Classic um... sexism from me. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Workout one um, on the female elite side. Um, Emily Claw at CrossFit Walleye uh, coming first, but she doesn't look like she's, and uh, she was eighth in workout two, but doesn't look like she submitted any scores for three and four. 
So instantly knocked herself out of. I mean, she's still only nine spots out of qualifying. So I think if she submits a score for workout four, she'll she'll be in. Uh, essentially, Hannah Phipson, um We're still pending a final score for three A and three B for her, but she's still already in that cut line at twenty seventh as well. Uh, she finished second in that first one with two hundred and twelve. Nicole Crouch with two hundred nine uh, as well. Um, uh, and Ella Wilkinson, who despite taking a year off, is still able to come sec is currently sitting in second in the uh, female elite uh, qualifiers as well, which is really really strong from her. Uh, and then in terms of workout two, some absolutely insane times on this uh, from the women. Leah Stodden hit 7.43. So that's two minutes faster than the quickest male time. That's ridiculous. Obviously, yeah, that's absolutely ridiculous. I, I, I think they do that. That might... Do you think that's legit? I need to see that video because that is... <laughs> like, that's smooth. Like, how do you go that much faster unless you're absolutely sprinting nonstop? Um, I think the range of motion will help. The yeah. dumbbell is relatively, I would say, lighter for the women now. Like, mm. I think most women can probably train fairly effectively with a 22 and a half, uh, as opposed to with a 15. Uh, and so they can just throw the 15 around like it's nothing and then go unbroken on the chest bar and you've got no problem at all. Um, but yeah, that is absolutely insane. A um, couple of other good scores. Uh, Alina Wurtz. Uh, 8.53, and Ella Kanuna Vunga at 9.24. I think Ella's qualified for semis, so uh, expect to see her there. Um, and this be a little bit of a backup for her, in all honesty. Um, but yes, moving on to workout three. Well, I should say 3A and 3B. Uh, I initially completely misread how they'd done this workout and got really excited. Because I thought they'd combined the burpee score with the sec with the complex score. No idea how that how they would work it, but I was quite excited to not just see a pure strength uh, test be part be sort of twenty percent of the whole qualifier, and that the burpees would impact it. But regardless, three A was a one rep max clean that you had to do from zero to three. Uh, plus your score on a Bella complex, which is a clean shoulder-to-overhead front squat and another shoulder-to-overhead that you had to do in the second part of the work, third part of the workout, I guess, after you'd done 150 burpees over bar in a 10-minute period. Where would you like to start with that one, Matthew? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a good workout. I like I, those are my favorite type of workouts in terms of well, uh, I just like when it's pure capacity and then uh, like a pure lift combined. I think it's well similar risk to oh, it's just cracked open there. There's <laughs> um, mate, isn't it? Um, similar to the open workout, uh, 23.2 A and B with the burpee shuttle run into the thruster, that type of like just. Pure capacity on one end into pure strength on the other end. Um, yeah, and I like it was like just a different way it's laid out with the clean and then do the capacity stuff and then try lift heavy again and then add it together. I thought it was quite a nice little twist on that uh, concept. Um, yeah, thought it was a good workout. Um, 150 burpees in a row is also just a good like mental test. Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Can't complain with it. I liked it. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it was. Uh, it's, it's quite an entertaining. Like, there's less stress on that first bit because it's just you can start. You can start the video whenever, really. Mm. So if you start it and miss it, then you can just chill. Um, but I did see multiple people start the clock and then do three lifts in those three minutes. Yeah, that's not not what you do. Not pulling any fingers, Hayden Thomason, but um, <laughs> and then and then somehow lose forty five seconds on your burpees because you're too busy taking your time to change your shoes, um, which was definitely the reason why he didn't do as well on the burpees as he probably expect. Um, yeah, I just went. With it. Yeah, I just went in uh, with one weight in mind. Yeah, hit it and then just sat there for 
actually chilled too much, I actually started to forget to change my plates, like to set up for the complex for the next bit. If that makes sense. I was like, oh, I might yeah, just change yeah. them now. Uh, but yeah, I just hit it out in, within the first 10 seconds and then just sat there for the next two and a half minutes. And yeah, gone to the burpees. That was it, really. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it was, uh, yeah, it was it, judging that workout was entertaining. We'll go with entertaining. I was just like counting 150 burpees and then trying to make sure that people are doing actually two footed takeoffs is interesting. Yeah. Um, I was, uh, that was funny because I was doing it head to head with uh, my mate Ben. And so I had Alex counting me, I had other Matt counting Ben. But I was basically listening to two counts at the same time. So Alex counting mine, I could, and when they were both counting out loud. And so basically, rep for rep, I just heard one, one, two, two. And then, so like, uh, like I don't know how far I was in, about maybe 50 and started to put a bit like the gap would get a bit bigger, but just constantly yeah. listening to both counts. At one point, I'd probably just listen to other, to Ben's count more than I was my own. So I just keep moving. And as my count keeps incre- uh, like increasing the gap, then it's fine. Um, but yeah, I, it was, Alex said it was actually pretty stressful to count because. I like told him before, don't count in 50s. I want you to literally count straight through up to 150. Because if you go to 50 and then start back at one, it's going to confuse me when I'm halfway through a yeah. workout. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it was a good test. Again, like some ridiculous scores. Like we're saying about the French, some of the guys, French, like a 280 plus is only like a 60th, which is ridiculous. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's some strong people yeah. out there. Yeah, start starting on the women's side. Um, top score for them was two oh seven, which is just insane. Yeah. Um, I obviously we don't know what the breakdown of that is, but I probably guess something around like a uh, what like a one fifteen to one seventeen, and then like eighty eight to ninety on the complex. Um, yeah, or even like a yeah, pretty much yeah, one twelve ish to a. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. 90. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Cause, cause I think, I think what you saw was that people will go into it and just not think that their overhead would be affected at all by the press on from the burpee, but we'll get in there and just going, Oh my God, what, what is happening? Even the midline as well. You, you think about the fact that mm. with the burpee over bar, you're never reaching, you're only reaching full extension on the floor. So you're constantly compressing, um, and so you're just your ability to be stable in that front rack, you know, re-rack the bar, which I think is what was catching a lot of people out that I saw is yeah. you're know, bringing that weight back down and trying to control under it. You, you can be, just completely lost your core. Yeah. Um, uh, that was the only thing I felt during the burpees, to be honest, like it was actually my hip flexors starting to light up from on the second yeah. half more than anything yeah. else. Um, but yeah. Did you step the whole way or jump? Uh, the first 10 just did the quick jump and got into a rhythm and then just started stepping, but just quick steps until the last 10. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah, that, that was basically, um, so yeah, on, on the women's side, like you had a lot of scores, you had four scores above 200, um, which is really, really impressive. Uh, Holly Teenan, who we've mentioned before, who's Irish athlete who's qualified for semifinals. She hit one nine eight, uh, Maddie Harris, CrossFit Aylesbury uh, team has gone individual for this one uh, and hit 192. And Nicole Crouch, who's done similar for BFT team training, hit uh, 190 as well. I think Ella Wilkinson hit a PB clean on this one as well um, at 185, as did Emily Steele, who hit 102.5 for a PB clean. Um, and then I was able to get 80 kilos for the complex. Uh, so yeah, good stuff from them. Uh, on the on the burpee side of things, Leia Storen turning up again with nine thirty eight. So that means that she did one hundred and fifty burpees in six thirty eight. If I'm right, <laughs> that's ridiculous. just just to just let that settle in for a second. How many reps is that a minute? Um, probably closer to 25-ish, I think. That's crazy. That I'm, I'm sorry, that's mad. 23. Yeah. Just 23. over. Yeah. That's the that's pace. Ins- I, yeah, I opened up at that pace. I did 24 in the first minute, um, but then have obviously a slight drop-off. But yeah, for you to basically hold that for the rest of the workout, that's uh, that's pretty crazy. 
Yeah, because I, I, I sort of went into it and like chatting to people, I would say like a really good score would be if you could hold on to 20 a minute. Yeah, um, that was a goal. Yeah, 7.30 yeah. I thought would be yeah. pretty solid. But yeah, to basically yeah. almost take a minute off that is, uh, yeah, that's crazy. That's actually, I want to see that video. I can imagine it, like you just, uh, you probably didn't step, you probably just did the jump in, jump over, and just, if you got that capacity, just keep moving. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's two of Leia Storm's videos you want to see so far. So I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll do some digging for you and send them across. <laughs> um, uh, then uh, Runa Lynn Egeland, uh out of Norway, did 9.58 as well. And then Ella Kanonavunga, 10.35. Uh, and Alina Verts as well. So Ella, like uh, I should say, has absolutely smashed these qualifiers. Um, she had three consecutive third places in Workout 2, Workout 3A, and Workout 3B. Um, it's a really strong group of results as well, particularly where you expect to see a little bit of difference between Workout 3A and Workout 3B. Um, you've seen people able to you know, keep in the top 10 for both of those, which is really impressive. Mm. Uh, shifting across to the male elites. <sighs> bron, bron, bron. 316 as a total. That's crazy. That's what a... a... What, what even would that be? Like a one... I'm seeing if he's posted it. That is close to a 180, 135, basically. Or 180, 136. I mean, he's, he posted an hour ago 20, 20 clean injects at 100 kilos in 156. What? That's ridiculous. So yeah. if he went 175, then that would be uh, 140 ish. Yeah. If he went 175, 141 on the complex, uh, that'd be So no, he went 170. What? So on the complex, he's done a one forty-six. Wow! And he did the hundred and fifty burpees in seven fifty-five. Yeah, I'd be on that one. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you went enough and brought him all over you. <laughs> Get good. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, that's that's ridiculously impressive. Um, Obviously, Bron coming here looking to replicate uh, a very good sanctionals year he had at Sid in 2019, um, where he won the whole, came second to Fraser in the whole thing. Um, so, yeah, really impressive from him. Uh, Nicola Bidate, 306 as well. Stefano Zucciati uh, with 306. And Kevin Yours with 305. Uh, and Christoph Horvath tied for fifth with 302. And David Van Am, but both are currently sitting outside the qualification spots at 35 and 36, respectively. Um, um, yeah, for Jeesh. <laughs> Some big yeah, numbers. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. Uh, moving on to 3B, uh, top score for that, which is ridiculously impressive for Nicola Bidate to come second in 3A with 306 and first in. 3B with 9.33, um, which put him 7, what was that, 6.33 again? Like, that's mad. Uh, mm. Just absolutely insane. Um, Enrico's only at 10.04. Sam Woodhead again, we've already called him out uh, on Workout 2 at 10.05. Connor Pennington uh, doing really well in this one, coming 6th uh, with 10.20. And yeah, Liam Hogan and Ross Lowe both tied for 5th. On ten thirty eight, um, Liam Hogan coming out of the UK and Ross Lowe also coming uh, registered as South African but competing out across Aberdeen. Um, I mean, like part of me, actually, no, I take it back. I, I, I thought there was a little bit more of a correlation between Workout Two and Workout Three B, but that's less the case, which is good. Like, I, I don't like seeing correlations in qualifying workouts because it sort of tells me that we haven't had a broad enough test. Mm. But yeah, yeah, that was a. I'm very glad that I didn't even entertain the thought of doing that as a workout because I think I would not have enjoyed it. That was the least painful one. That was the most enjoyable of all of them. That's like that was honestly. I don't think my heart rate got above 130. Like I don't. My heart. I've got a heart rate monitor for the last six months, and I never really used it before. But my heart rate does not get high 
on most uh like most workouts to be honest like for me my max of hit is like a 170 and i was like max effort bike sprints um so something's going wrong with my uh physiology basically um but yeah my uh my heart rate i was not limited by that at all in the burpee one it huh. was just i just get moving Breathe, was the breathing hard though no that's what i'm saying like if i keep just low, hip flexors yeah yeah if i keep low and keep my chest low to ground that's why i said to you in, uh in message like the burpee one's a good one for me because i know i don't actually get that gas doing burpees it's weird i don't know what it is um built different I need, to, I need to go get tested in uh <laughs> go to loughborough back to loughborough and go do a day just getting uh tested see see what's going on inside because yeah it doesn't actually make sense half the time like even when it sorry, sorry. To... What, what, what was that? You need to get tested. Put it in first, guys. <laughs> well, you, see... <laughs> you got me. Um, you see the, um... the podium in our <laughs> exactly. I won't be turning up. <laughs> um, you see the guy who put his score in for the. I'll, I'll show you at the lift. He's like. Uh... 2000 well, 1900 kg more than everyone else that's <laughs> like tessa's man immediately <laughs> yeah yeah currently top of the male rx on 3a is 2165 kilos so <laughs> yeah latcher no no <laughs> no i think i i think latcher would probably struggle to hit to 500 in this maybe um what was his clean and jerk 270 isn't it peak well, was that's... 270 peak is 272 i think he hit Better complex at 260 <laughs> he hit 262 <laughs> at uh world uh euros sorry last weekend right, maybe he does a better complex at 240 then <laughs> yeah because yeah. if if you're basing off uh, like ninety percent, because that's what all the top scores are, they're close to ninety percent. Um, yeah, but I feel like it's relative. Like, yeah, the stronger yeah. you are, it's gonna be a bit more of a drop off. But even eighty percent, fine. Take off fifty kg, so maybe a two ten on the complex. If it gets like two sixty on the clean and jerk, yeah. But he's yeah. with the burpees, remember? So he'd be pretty. He might only get a hundred. He'd be pretty <laughs> gassed. I don't think Match is getting. Actually, I don't know. He's definitely benefiting from a lack of range of motion on the burpees, because um, he won't have to come down that far. But well, maybe the, the, um, the, the power belly helps. Uh, he might just sack off the burpees and still finish pretty high, because two wins and at last are still average pretty high. So, oh. uh, yeah, very true. But anyway, let's move on from this theoretical world in which Lasher is competing and um, would still beat Hayden's burpee time, but. Uh, moving on. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, we'll, we'll have a quick look at the male RX. Uh, top scores now with two nine two. Uh, on the uh, on the lift, two nine one. Like essentially, if you were getting above two eighty, you were in that in and around that top ten. Um, and a certain Matthew Hosking two eight two. Good from him. Pending video review. Pending video review. <laughs> I, I think the 130 on the complex was a bit close. Like, if I was being a harsh charge, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets no rep, to be honest. It's not a bad lift, but I don't show the best control on the first jerk into the re-wrap. Mm. Probably could have done a better job at locking out my legs, but um, we'll see. I mean, the 121 was fine, so I'm not worried about that. Um, but yeah, the 131 might get dinged, but it's not going to exactly ruin anything. But you are currently... Uh, with a ninth in workout 3B, I think you have uh, the best combined score across those two workouts. Um, just ahead of Guillaume Godin, uh, who had a second and a 16th. So, yeah, really good showing from you. Nice. Uh, top score for 3B was 919 in the male RX. Um, which one was that? That's not faster than that. That is faster than the yeah. I, I I thought I was reading that right. That is faster than the male elite time. That's crazy. Uh, nine, That's nine, absolutely two, insane. Nine. That's six. Uh, yeah, crazy. That's closer to That's, yeah. 
That's mad. That's mad. Yeah, um, and then Andrew Driscoll in second with 9.42 and Kyle Doherty in, uh, with 10.01 in third, uh, which is good from him. I'll have a quick uh, look at the female RX as well on this one. Abigail Wright, I crossed it last to hitting 200 um, on the total. Um, anyone else you want to call out here? Uh, Rachel Bemrose from the UK sitting in tied for second with 197 as well. Uh, top scores on the burpees. Uh, Alexia Thompson with 1036 and Robin Wright uh, with 1057 as well. And moving on then to the final workout uh, of this set of qualifiers, which is workout four. Uh, it was a seven-minute AMRAP of five deadlifts, 10 ring muscle-ups, 50 double-unders. Uh, elite weight was 150.95. RX weight was 141, uh, 140 uh, and 90. So a little bit of a drop-off RX, but nothing crazy. Like still, let's see how that heavy pulling can work out for you. How did this one go for you? Uh, not good. <laughs> Uh, well, I knew it was gonna be my worst one. I just lack of um, just I mean, I'm done. Like last two weeks, didn't even do any ring muscle ups because my body was in bits and just being ill and literally just just couldn't do them. So I just no excuses, touch. just improve. No excuses, just improve. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so I just well, and pulling uh, isn't like that. Grip endurance isn't my best strength anyway. Um, but yeah, and I think my body just caught up with me. Like I did the burpee on the day before, my triceps were fried, and the other dip actually, the dip felt harder than the pool. Uh, I think I was saying to Josh, like actually dipping out the rings felt harder than getting on mm. top of them. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, not my best showing, but it's all right. Give me 10 weeks and I'll be flying in that competition. So. Yeah, and, and, and I think had you had the opportunity to like space those two workouts out a little bit more, like there was a huge amount of interference from the two of them. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I know. I, could, I I was like, uh, what was I? Twenty eight dubs, short of three uh, full rounds. But I know if I'm yeah. in better shape, I'm at least getting three and a bit. But it's all right. Yeah, I knew. Like, uh, it still would be my worst finish, regardless how I was. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's definitely a ring muscle up workout. I know the heavy weight for the deadlift is like fairly heavy but it's only five reps and also the double unders only 50 um and yeah 10 ring muscle-ups is the most time you're spending on that movement uh each round and yeah uh definitely like you see it like the people who i know are good at ring muscle-ups are getting decent scores yeah um which is fine like there wasn't much gymnastics anyway in the um other qualifiers apart from the wall walks and the chester bar but for like for pulling gymnastics it was only 60 chester bar so mm -hmm. this was like, it was fair enough to have a more uh, like pulling gymnastic weighted test, but it was just uh, interesting to put it with uh, heavy deadlifts and uh, the double unders. But yeah, I think it was still a good workout. Um, seven minutes was actually a good time domain. I think like for the 10 minute, it would be really savage. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I thought, it was, I thought it was still good. I think all round these workouts are really good for the qualifiers. Surprised not to see like the rower, um, but I mean, I don't need a row in, in qualifiers, but like, there was nothing like truly, well, there was nothing, if you're like putting up good scores, there was nothing longer than 12 minutes because that was a 12 minute yeah. wrap. Yeah. If you're putting up something half decent on the Chester bar one, you're going around 12 minutes as well. So there was literally nothing longer than that, which I thought was quite interesting, but yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd make the argument that uh, the only good tests the only good qualifiers have a 24 minute am wrap in them. That's all I would say. On that. <laughs> Salt levels. <laughs> we'll have to do a separate, separate show on that. Once you qualify and go dominate the, uh, the field, <laughs> go get dominated by the field. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that too. As I um, same as the same before the show started, when a uh, market research has backfired and now you're in the wormhole and now you're going to be on the competition floor fighting for your life. <laughs> staring staring at the 25 feet in front of me as i as i go ah, i still have a load to hand so here we are for the, for the buy another um, workout 
<laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm also doing some qualifiers at the moment uh, for a different competition, uh, one that we have referenced in a previous podcast. So much excitement for that coming forward. Anyway, moving on to the female elite scores. 207 uh, is the top score on the female elite side currently. Uh, Runa Lynn Egerland as well. How many is that? Just uh, I, I, I can't do the math. Two, 207, thanks for listening. It's uh, always good when you pay attention to things I say. Sorry, I was trying to, my leaderboard's not loading, so I can't get any of the scores. Uh, well, one round, 65 reps. 3.18. So, what are we talking about? Uh, sorry, one more time, what was the final score? I've got this score sheet up. 12. Right. 12. <laughs> thanks, mate. <laughs> Uh, you got 12 reps in the fourth round so that's seven ring muscle ups in that fourth round which is yeah that's really impressive um particularly when you consider that on the female side you tend to see uh a little bit lower ring muscle up capacity than on the male elite side uh so essentially getting you into that fourth round got you a really really good score like even if you got one um that would have got you 11th or better uh so yeah really strong score runa lynn Egeland, uh, Alina Wurtz and Holly Tienen all there. Uh, Ella Wilkinson tied for fourth with Amiko Nitz as well. Moving across to the male elite and we have seen some crazy scores. Uh, 268 reps. Yeah, that's uh, pretty good. It's pretty much almost two more rounds than me. So... <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely insane and uh, he's currently not in a qualifying position. So fair play to that guy. Hate um, to say it, yeah. Um, uh, it's Izako Martufi, uh, who is, a, again, there's loads of Italians. Um, Felix Reda out of um, CrossFit Schmelz, Schmelzigl. Pulling out the A-level German there. Uh, and Enrico Zanoni sitting in third in that final workout as well, um, with Phil Roy Peters making an appearance um, with a sixth-place finish in that one. A really good score from him. Um, in terms of the male RX side, yeah, you had one guy get 255, which would have put him uh, would have put him fourth on the elite leaderboard. Uh, so really impressive score from him. Uh, and then I, I think we sort of saw, you know, if you could get into that fourth round, um, then you were in a really, really strong position to to place fairly well in that overall. Uh, for the female RX side of things, um, it was mainly getting into the third round. Wait, into the third round? 65. Yeah, so getting into that third round of ring muscle-ups would put you in a really strong position. Um, so on the female side, you had Maya Lalos again, performed really well, and Carla. Manina, uh, Kimberly Ross, Connie Easby, and Rachel Cohen uh, tied for fourth as well with Alessandra Conzo. Uh, so yeah, really strong performances across the board with that one. What has been interesting with this uh, is obviously because French Throwdown and Sid are running the same qualifiers at the same time, it's been quite interesting to see the disparity between the depth of the field on the French Throwdown side compared to the UK champ side of things. And boy, oh boy, is the French throwdown significantly harder to yeah. get into. Um, uh, if, if we just take the male elite side of things, so Enrico Zanoni is currently first uh, on the Sid UK champs with a 17-point buffer to second. Uh, he is currently seventh on the uh, French throwdown leaderboard. Uh, absolutely no idea what his points difference is, but yeah, it's just such a deeper field. Mm. Mr. Hosking just confirming that he has been ill for the past two weeks and he would like us all to know it. Um, <laughs> it's not good. After a workout, it, it just doesn't go for like three hours. It just coughs up, so that's good fun. Um, but yeah, French Island is way tougher to qualify, which is quite interesting. Don't really know what I, the reason is, but I I, th I think it is like French throwdown is a much like we've been talking about the fact that the European field is getting deeper and deeper. Um, you know, only having sixty spots to qualify 
and it being the toughest semi-final to get into means that you've got um, even just from quarterfinals, you know, if you take those next 60 people who didn't make it through to semis, like they're, they're really top level competitors. So we'd expect them to, to come here and perform really, really well. Um, and, and they want something competitive out of their season and they see French throwdown as a nice sort of stepping stone to get some really high level competition experience going forward. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to actually watch this competition. Uh, they always do a live stream and, and it's always entertaining to watch to say the least. Um, so yeah, I, and I, I kind of, I'm optimistic that Sid will have the same sort of standard for next year and will get even harder to qualify for. Um, just because hopefully it builds up the brand a lot more, you know, if they have things like a live stream this year, then that'll start to showcase, okay, look, here's everything that we've got. It's a, um, uh, it's, it's a really great, um, competition, easy to get to easy to stay at. And that, that I hopefully should sort of carry through and be become really attractive for, um, the majority of the competitive field. Yeah, no, I agree. I think if they, uh, I don't know, I think they, it's hard to say, but you would think they might want to try to get a live stream uh, going, even just for the elite heats, because that will just start driving engagement. And yeah, as you said, yeah. it will hopefully build on from this year to next year. Um, yeah, because it is brand new. So, but for a brand new competition, it's got a lot of good, um, like, you know, um, hype behind it already. So yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how it goes looking forward to it i'm excited to do the um uh because they've got a um a a pairs comp on the uh running concurrently across the weekend as well um that i think is essentially nfg and national fitness games has been rebranded to Athex. um so i might be toying with the idea of giving that a go oh, um, that'd be cute you and uh you and hayden can do it together that's genuinely what i suggested to him i waited <laughs> suggesting it to him until he'd absolutely uh well, 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 all the burpee scores aren't in yet maybe josh will be able to do it with you <laughs> oh, wow. wow oh just people catching strays out here um yeah i yeah so I, I think that'd be good fun uh where it's it's three workouts in a sort of two and a half hour window you have a strength one you have a cardio piece and then you have a uh, a metcon x which i assume mm. the most complicated piece of gymnastics will be toaster bar which considering i'm probably worse at toaster bar out of all of my gymnastics is <laughs> probably not what i should be doing but here we are um so yeah uh yeah and like doing things that are um adding additional things uh, i think is great from a sponsorship standpoint and an activation standpoint for brands uh, and it's probably pretty good in terms of broadening the appeal after we've seen high rocks emerge over the past what two or three years like post covid and just have some like crazy participation numbers uh so i think yeah. they're trying to lean, lean into that a little bit more yeah, I agree. Cool. Uh, we're going to move on to the age group uh, semi-final workouts. So they released the other day, like two, three days ago. Uh, but yeah, we're just have a quick overview of them. Just give a little thoughts and opinions. Um, but yeah, we'll just get into it. Uh, number one, uh, I mean, it's just pure capacity, really, into like uh, a heavy barbell. Um, a certain rich phoning seems a bit salty about it which is odd because you probably could like still win the event. But uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a 1,000 meter row, 100 double unders, 20 shuttle runs, 750 meter row, 75 double unders, 15 shuttle runs, 500 meter row, 50 double unders, 10 shuttle runs, 250 meter row, 25 double unders, five shuttle runs. Um, yeah, I think that last round's a bit irrelevant. As I think even Hiller said, it's like a transition bit mm. at the end. It's like you might as well just, yeah, could have made the first bit a bit longer and taken out that last bit. But, and then, yeah, you re and then it's a 25 minute time cap. And then uh, immediately upon finishing or reaching the time cap, you go straight into a three minute AMRAP of snatches at 155 pounds for the ladies, which is basically 70 
ish kg, a bit more than seventy two, and then it's a uh, uh, two twenty five pounds for the guys. It's like a one hundred two. Um, but yeah, interesting first test. Uh, well, first thoughts. Everyone was bitching about the shuttle runs. <laughs> if you look at the comments, every single person's like, "Oh, I can't believe doing shuttle runs again." X Y Z. But I don't really agree with that because. The only people who have a right to moan about that are people who are actually doing the age groups who have done shuttle runs now in um, every stage of their competition. But as you get other random people moaning about it, it's like you're not even doing the events. So just shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, right, random people like uh, Sam Dancer because well, of... Yeah, but he might he might be moaning about it. Because <laughs> of you, I keep getting better and better at shuttle exactly. runs. Thank you. He, he was thanking them. Um one thing that is interesting on this is that the snatch portion is only 50 points as a max so as opposed mm. to being 100 points it's only 50. yeah um so nice to see that they're not overly weighting strength capacity i guess um and they've done something similar in one of the later tests as well so yeah nice ones to try and get multiple scores in um so they can actually get a broader test as well but yeah I, I, I quite like it like i don't really see the point of the double unders if i'm being honest like, it's not in any crazy capacity yeah, so it just I mean, feels it's just, like it's just there yeah i mean you, you get the odd person who really struggles uh who might you know but yeah it's compared to the volume of the other movements as well yeah it's sort of just in there um yeah, which I, I think Boz has done a couple of times now, where he just puts double unders in there as just like a yeah here, <laughs> basically Box ticked double unders are in. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, good, uh, pretty classic. That's very it's like a classicy, uh, you know, endurance into a lift. I think mm -hmm. the snatchers would be very interesting to see what the scores are because uh, three minutes is not a lot of time, and obviously this is for the age groups. So for the older divisions, that's very heavy. Uh, so like honestly what two reps a minute would be like six reps for like some of the older guys would be very good i think yeah under, under, under that fatigue um, like I'd, the i think the issue is like we don't have the full um like, i imagine that's not the weight for all divisions yeah yeah it goes down a bit because um i think so they, i heard it's all the way up to the 50 division the, up to the 49 this is the same weight so that oh, is tough okay for, for those guys oh, yeah okay <laughs> that's what i'm saying like obviously for the 35 division they'll get more than six snatches but i think for the yeah. older division yeah, i yeah. think six or so like two a minute would be pretty solid um but yeah it'd be interesting to see what froning and sam dancer get um sam dancer touch and go <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised no no um, um yeah right should we move on to number two yeah all right, number two is, I think it's quite a cool one. In a five-minute AMRAP, complete as many reps as possible of thrusters and muscle-ups. But there is no set reps. You can do it however you want. The only uh, caveat is that there is a minimum uh, work requirement on both movements. And I did see somewhere it was 15 um, for both the thrusters and the muscle-ups, which I think is a fair amount. I think 10 would be maybe just a too little. I think 20 would be a bit too high for the minimum requirement. Mm. So I think 15 is a good number. Um, but yeah, interesting. Never seen, I can't think we've ever seen a workout of this uh, that I can think of. Definitely not recently. Um, I quite like it. I think like if you're uh, making a strategy for it, uh, definitely just do your muscle-ups and get them done as quick as possible and then just go into the thrusters and just keep amrapping them out, basically um that would so be I, yeah i, I completely i completely misread this workout i thought you had to do a minimum set at each of them so you'd have to do, like anytime you move to the muscle ups you'd have to do 15 oh like you thought like a yeah unbroken yeah no 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 i'm broken i'm not i'm before you move back yeah yeah, yeah i'm okay. not unreasonable um yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that would be like, quite good if it was like an unbroken yeah, yeah minimum set like of threes you had to do sets of threes that'd be quite an interesting work that'd be, that'd be so weird <laughs> yeah um no it'd be, it'd, it'd, it would be good though um yeah yeah because what 15 muscle ups if you do that unbroken that's taking you uh what's that taking you maybe 40, 
five fifty yeah, seconds close to that, yeah. And then you transition. So you could, if you did them unbroken, you might have four minutes on the thrusters, and it would basically be that way because if you're starting to blow up on the thrusters, you're not going to be in a position to kick up back no. onto the rings. No, so you're no, basically exactly. doing your muscle ups and then doing your thrusters, and that's yeah, pretty yeah. much the workout. Yeah. Uh, but at like a not an easy weight, ninety five pounds for the ladies, which is the forty three and one thirty five for the guys. So that's the sixty one. So it's not light. Um, so moderate ish barbell. And again, for the age groups, like obviously the 35 division will uh, do very well. But then as you start getting up, obviously the weight will come down a bit. Now, I think also the skill comes down. I think when you get into the 60 division, I think it becomes Chester bar, um, which is fair enough. But yeah, again, another interesting test. Um, I'll be interested to see if like Boz actually wrote all of these um, as well, because I know he's head programmer, but when Kasha was a programmer, he didn't write every single workout. Like he had teams help i think pat sherwood was one of his go-to guys who wrote a lot of these age group workouts yeah 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 um so it'd be interesting if boz still you know has people like that around who do that for him and he just oversees it but who knows maybe you write I'd, everything i'd i'd kind of hope there was a little bit of input from other people <laughs> given the evidence that we've seen from the uh from the crossfit games team up to this point it just appears to be people operating in echo chambers Moving on to test three A and three B. <laughs> unnecessary salty comment. Oh, honestly, uh, if if anyone wants to just be angry for like forty minutes, go listen to Dave Eubanks on the Talking Elite Fitness podcast. Honestly, I get myself way too way too worked up about this, but that's we'll, we'll do a review of that at some point, maybe, uh, or I'll just, oh, just I'll I'll start sh- I'll start shouting at clouds at some point. Um. <laughs> 3B, 3A is five intervals of two minutes of work followed by one minute of rest. Uh, Again, we're sort of seeing changes in traditional AMRAPs and for time workouts, moving more towards things like this, uh, which is it's seven deadlifts, five cleans, and three shoulder to overhead. Um, Female weight, 135. Male weight, 185, uh, which is 3A. So just essentially an AMRAP within that time of what you can do. Yep. Uh, on that DT variation, um, yeah, uh, I think, it's, and then into the uh, you have a one minute rest after that, and then it's into a five minutes to establish a max free standing handstand hold in your full four foot by four foot box. Um, again, another fifty point uh, score, so similar to the snatches in workout one, you get basically half the points, which I mean, it's interesting. So just weighting it slightly less. Um, but yeah, I mean, they've done it in the past. They did it for the. Um, did they do it in the in the online games? Like, I know they had the event, but did they score it as fifty points as well? I can't remember if they scored. They just give it the full hundred. I'm not sure. I think they did it at the full hundred. I think, I uh, if that. memory serves. But yeah, um, but yeah, I think it's quite an interesting workout. Like pure barbell yeah. cycling, basically. So it really favors the strong boys again, and then obviously you try balance it out with the gymnastics. Then you could argue why not just make it a hundred? Because if you're giving the strong boys 100 points for the first bit. But strong boys and girls. Strong, strong boys, boys and, girls. and girls. I meant boys as in B-O-I-S. <laughs> strong boys. <laughs> That's not... <laughs> oh, we've lost okay. Ben. We've lost him. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, dear. Uh, okay. Your boomer, your boomer <laughs> mindset couldn't handle <laughs> that vocab. <laughs> no, it really couldn't. I, I, it didn't make any sense to me, but here we are. It made um, perfect sense. But um, but you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. like 100 points for basically a barbell workout versus 50 points for a gymnastic workout, which is interesting. Um, but yeah. Uh, I did. I actually did. I actually gave it a go yesterday. It was a uh, yeah, quite tough. Sort of fun. I don't like bike cycling. is not the hardest. Um, it's not like your heart isn't beating at your chest. A bit more muscle endurance. Um, it'd be very interesting to see what scores like Froning and Sam Dancer get again because mm. like Sam Dancer will like destroy this barbell. Um, but then maybe he'll kick up and look like the demo guy <laughs> doing the handstand holds. <laughs> Shout out that guy because he. Uh, Poor guy's been absolutely shredded, but... <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Um, uh, go to their YouTube channel, have a look at it. Um, it's I, like think getting, they, it, I think they... Sorry, you go, you go, you go. Well, it's like getting me to do it, isn't it? Like, it's not... Uh, it's not... It's, it's, like, the, the dude tried a handstand hold, like, twice and just, like, just failed both times. It was... Well, I think... Yeah. 
no offense to the older divisions, but I think they're trying to get someone who mimicked like the sixty-year-old division. So yeah, but these are like these are the top thirty fittest age groupers in the world by CrossFit's definition. Yeah, but like why? Like why? Why are we? But as we saw David Hibbins still last year, he does not move great, so they're just trying to mimic him. Yes, and then and then he didn't compete because he couldn't move well and ignored well, the rules. He, did, he actually like... only didn't compete because Andrew Hill literally called him out and <laughs> made a whole agenda against him. <laughs> did you ever see their interaction at one of the loser or at the games? Uh, I can't remember yeah, which one yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was entertaining. That was entertaining. And also the other uh, guy, um, the guy from HWPO, the older guy who's like the Masters athlete. Hill uh, made. A, I don't even remember his name. He. Um, Oh, what's his name? He's on there. Have you seen like HWPO's like new gym? He's on the wall of like the athlete pictures. Uh, I can't remember what his name is. But anyway, so Hiller basically made a video about him being on the uh, roids probably. And then the guy bumped into him face to face at the games, I think. And like basically like was asking to apologize like in person. It was such an awkward like interaction. And they were like live streaming it while watching on the Savon podcast. It was so funny. <laughs> dear, um, oh dear. <laughs> uh, little be, crossfit drama eh? yeah, that'll be me when I go out with my uh, camera on the live stream out of the games this year we've, we've got to make some drama to make up a beefy storyline <laughs> indeed <laughs> moving on to test 4 uh, 20 burpee box jump overs 2 rounds of 20 kettlebell step ups uh, and 2 rope climbs followed by 2 rounds of 20 kettlebell goblet squats 2 legless rope climbs 20 burpee box jump overs um it's a 20 inch box for both mm, yeah but a 70 pound it's a 70 pound kettlebell for the males and we're finally seeing the kettlebell used in competition and a 53 so 24 pound uh 24 kilo for for women and a 15 foot rope climb um yeah i i, I did a workout with kettlebell box step ups but with double kettlebells the mm. week absolutely yeah. right like hated it hated every second of it um and it was it's up to 24 dangerous, i think it's such a dangerous movement as well like yeah it was it really was yeah. um i was yeah yeah it was not okay um well, r.i.p uh dallin pepper's ankle for those who watch world palooza uh individual oh, last God, year, yeah it was yeah. the like long chipper and it had double kettlebell box step overs and he fell off and rolled his ankle badly i think i mean we do some silly movements as it is but that i think is a really bad movement under I fatigue. think, yeah, but this is only with one kettlebell, so I think it's a little bit yeah, more manageable. Is, yeah, this is a bit safer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, double is asking for trouble. Oh, yeah, that's cringe rhyme, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought he was making Team Rocket reference. So I was like, I'm all for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's interesting. Again, like it's such a. <laughs> uh, it's alright workout uh, it's a bit weird the way they've laid it out also on the graphic makes no sense um, yeah because it's like 20 burpee buy-in and then on the last I don't think it is a buy-in but is it a buy-in because it's two because it doesn't, doesn't show the separate doesn't show that it's separate from the other two bits because it's two rounds of the 20k bell step ups two rope climbs and then it goes into two rounds of 20k bell goblet squats two legless rope climbs and then it says 20 burpee box jumps under it again but the way it's jutted to the left makes me think it's not actually part of that couplet, if it makes sense, like where the number is. Oh, yeah, no, no, it's not. Yeah, so it would be 20 burpee box jumps, 20 kettlebell step-ups, two rope climbs, 20 kettlebell step-ups, two rope climbs, 20 kettlebell goblet squats, two legless rope climbs, 20 kettlebell goblet squats, two legless rope climbs, 20 burpee box yeah, jump yeah, yeah, is, yeah. is how I read that workout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not, yeah, super clear. But yeah, interesting mix of... Uh, yeah, things in there. He loved, Well, whoever's programmer loves the kettlebell rope climb combo in the box because they had a very similar workout, a uh, different workout, but similar movements combined. Uh, last year, it was like kettlebell carries, box mm. jumps, and rope climbs, legless rope climbs. Yeah. So, but yeah. Uh, I think they're quite cool, though. Pretty good. I th- Honestly, I think the age group workouts have been way more fun and, and cool on paper than uh, the standard like just the open division, whatever you would call it, uh, workouts. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. if it's not Boz programming and it's someone else, then kind of tells you mm. all you need to know, really. But yeah, no, I, I, agreed. I I quite like them. Um, I think it's a, it's a good set of tests. Uh, 
and it's going to be really interesting to see the type of athlete that it ends up producing. Um, but yeah, looking looking forward to seeing it. Cool. All right, we'll uh, cut it there. Benjamin's got to go do his actual job now. So uh... I'm definitely recording this outside of work hours, Matthew. Thank you for <laughs> alluding to that. Well, you're outside work hours. You've got a meeting. That you're, you're, quitting, you're quitting the fun part to go do actual meeting. Yeah, indeed. Um, and then, yeah, so we're going to leave the Hiller stuff. But yeah, he did a open competition, had some workouts. They're quite interesting. Uh, one was had like a, uh, you could basically choose an option of what you wanted. You got a head start if you went for the heavier bar. I thought it was quite interesting. So if you're interested in that stuff, go give that a look. Um, but yeah, that's it really. Um, I think our next show, I don't know really what content there is to talk about, um, but semifinals is on the horizon. They start in about three weeks out in Orlando and Africa. Uh, I think it's South Africa, isn't it? In Cape Town. Yep. yep. So... Um, yeah, hopefully those workouts should be released within the next two weeks. So that will give us something to talk about. Um, but yeah. And I, I think as well, like looking at sort of uh, how everything shakes out with the qualifiers for Sid, French Throwdown and Madrid as well, I think uh, would be a good opportunity to see um, who is up and coming in the space and who we can sort of expect to see pushing uh, their performance for semifinals next year. Mm. And can we see, well, if Froding does these semifinals, can Sam Dancer beat him again? Be indeed, indeed, indeed. Um, yeah, that's it. All right, cool. We will see you in the next one. Goodbye. Goodbye.